I'm Julie Podowitz, CEO and founder of Grow Your Occupancy. Our passion is helping senior living providers maximize sales efforts and increase revenue. Join me as I chat with industry leaders who share their tips and strategies, and we'll have some fun along the way. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Grow Your Occupancy podcast, New Year edition. It's still January, uh, so we're still celebrating New Year's. I'm Julie Podowitz, CEO and founder of Grow Your Occupancy, and I am really excited to welcome Kara Marinko to our show today. Welcome, Kara. Hi, how are you? Great, thanks. Kara is the Vice President of New Development for Phoenix Senior Living. I'm really excited to talk to you, Kara. You know, I was wondering, how long have you been with Phoenix? I am going on six years. Okay, so, okay great. Yeah, great. I've held multiple positions within Phoenix, but yeah, six years. It goes by, you know, COVID was like the, the COVID years, it was 20 years or two minutes, depending on perspective, right? It's oh, just... Yeah. You to all of our timeline. Uh, hey, and good. I know it feels like a long time ago, but uh, do you have a good New Year's holidays? Yes. Yes, it was great. It was great. great. How about yeah. you? Yeah. Do you do New Year's resolutions or do you have anything on your, um, I don't like the term bucket list, but anything like your, yeah. oh, I must for 2023? Yeah. This year, I, I just kind of made a goal, maybe not a New Year's resolution, but more of just a goal an intentional um, thing that I want to be just present, whether it's, you know, whatever I'm doing, I just want to be present. And, you know, I think the last two years, it's been so easy to, you know, be on Zoom calls or Teams calls or whatever, and, you know, be doing 25 other different things or, you know, having conversations. And, but I just really want to be intentional about my time and just being present. Oh, I like that. So, uh, meaning, you know, devices are down, whatever you're doing in mm -hmm. the moment, that's what you're doing in the moment. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, yep. uh, mid-year, I'm going to have you back on and okay. you're going to tell, tell us like how to, because that's a great, I think it's a great intention, you know, being, or being intentional is, mm -hmm. uh, it, or, or being present, you know, in that, in, in the moment, because there are so many distractions and so many. how many of us, yeah. How many of us have conversations? It's not just with the teenagers and they're, we're flipping all of our, you know, we're, we're on our devices or trying to multitask, et cetera. In addition to being present personally and professionally, uh, what are you uh, kind of thinking into 2023? Uh, what is uh, professionally something that you feel you want to do better or differently? That's a big question. I think, again, I think it's, it's being, being present and being um, mindful of just the goals that we have set. You know, we all have, have things we want to do in, in the new year and, and so forth. But I think uh, especially with new development comes new challenges. And um, I think just being able to ebb and flow when those things come up, um, instead of kind of getting stuck on what hasn't happened, looking at, you know, where, where we are and, and working with what we have, instead of maybe, you know, what we don't have or 
delays and things like that. So new development, tell us a little bit about uh, new development at Phoenix, what projects you've got going on and, and what does this year look like? Yeah, so this year we anticipate um, one building that will open in, um, uh, we're, we're anticipating in April. Um, it's in Indian land, South Carolina. And then we have one that will open in late fall in Opelika, Alabama. So kind of different areas, but definitely uh, great demographics and gonna be great projects. Both of them are independent living. Um, actually, Indian land is independent living, assisted living and memory care. And then Opelika is independent living and memory care. Kara, what are you seeing? I just did a, a, a very short uh, presentation on the ASK uh, yearly kind of uh, senior living informational seminar on outreach, you know, the importance of outreach and putting those uh, higher converting leads into the funnel and certainly with new development, right? Outreach, outreach, local presence. I'm sure you, you know, you generate leads digitally and in, in some of those traditional ways, but can you uh, give us any uh, tips for success uh, on you know building that pipeline and 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 also metrics around lease up once you've opened? Yes. Um, so I think that building the pipeline is people, and I've, I've, if I've said this once, I've said it a hundred times. People are going to do business with people they like and that they trust, and especially in a new development, you're, you know, the, the executive director or the salesperson that we have there boots on the ground is oftentimes the only representative of Phoenix there for months, you know, sometimes eight, nine, 10 months. Yeah. That can be a little daunting sometimes because they're, you know, they have to be self-starter. They have to be able to really manage their time well, but they are all things representing our culture. And I think that we spend so much time finding the right person to put in that seat. Um, we would rather, you know, wait on something until we find that that perfect that perfect fit, um, because that person has to be agile and be able to answer those hard questions when we do run into a roadblock, um, you know, or a, a a delay in construction that we have no control over. Um, it boils down to, you know, you've made a, I don't want to say promise, but you've told these people, hey, you can sell your house, you know, soon and move in anticipating on X day and, you know, a month out, we get news that that, that's, that, that date's not going to be hit. Right. Um, so then it, it really becomes personal um, in a sense mm -hmm. to that salesperson or, or person boots on the ground. Um, so really having that continuous you know, courting, if you will, throughout the process. You know, you're this this person that is there. Um, I'll use the salesperson for example. They are having continuous follow up and catch up, just connecting with that with that prospect or depositor, because we can easily lose them, and um, right. you know, we don't want them to deposit and then we kind of ghost them, and you know, six months later, oh. We're, we're, you know, you still ready to move in? Well, mm -hmm. we've lost confidence. We've lost that relationship essentially. And so really it's, it's being able to be transparent too, because, you know, mother nature is one thing, you know, you can't really 
build in bad weather. So a lot of times it's totally out of our hands, but being transparent, being upfront and um, having those relationships with people that they're going to trust what you're telling them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we are that company that's going to be super transparent. We're going to screw up. We're going to tell you that we're going to guarantee one thing along the way in our relationship is we're going to guarantee we're going to screw something up, but we're going to tell you about it. And we're going to, we're going to approach you with, you know, Hey, this has happened and here's how we want to remedy it. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're talking about the right person, uh, or the, I shouldn't say the right person, but the, 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 the individual that's, that you have identified that's, that is, you know, successful, right. A long-term and in a role, a sales role for lease up and ongoing, certainly trust the ability to connect great follow-up. What other characteristics, I mean, Kara, how do you know, or what is it, what attributes or skill sets or experience, or what are those determining factors for you to say, yep, okay, we're going with this person? Yeah. Well, a lot of it is word of mouth. Honestly, it's, you know, it's, it's knowing your market, knowing, excuse me, knowing your, your other professionals in a market. there's nothing more intimidating than going to a market where you don't know anybody and you don't know any of the reputation there. So, so really us doing our homework on the front end, being able to um, utilize our resources that we have there um, and good people attract good people. So we've gotten a lot of, um, a lot of referrals. Um, The person that, for instance, the person we hired in, um, in Opelika, we didn't even apply for the job, really. It's just somebody knew somebody who was wanting a change, and it, we just connected, and it worked. Um, and that's really where we, I think we kind of do things a little differently. We're going to take our time, but we're also going to, we've hired many people before without a position open, because we just don't want to lose out on, on quality talent. So um, when it comes to what's going to set that person apart a little bit is, is talking to the folks in that market that know that person um, because they're going to tell you, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I've never heard of this person or I have no idea who that is or whatever. And when you start doing your homework and you realize, oh, this person knows everybody. <clears throat> those so are the very, things that okay so very much like when you know we had we get a resident referral or you know a friend's family mm-hmm. referral for a prospect or a professional referral that person is much more likely to move forward because of the trust that's built with the person that referred them mm-hmm. you're saying that you're going with people who are re, re, you know referred to you because of their Absolutely. results because of their reputation in the local market because they've they've yeah. been successful or they're someone that you know or someone someone knows uh, who's trustworthy is saying yes take a chance on Kara she's great yeah yeah that makes a lot absolutely. of sense absolutely sense yeah absolutely and what about lease up what's what should we expect you know I I think those uh you know pre-covid and you know those lease up expectations maybe they're better now or uh, different, mm-hmm. but maybe they're the same for you. What do you say? Like uh, uh, just kind of general rule of thumb for those listening, 
who are you know in new construction and and uh, setting expectations when the door opens for mm -hmm. independent living, for example, what percentage of whatever percent is a hundred unit, hundred units of IL, you know, how many do you want leased or what's your expectation when the door opens? When the door opens, we, we would love to have a 40% deposit rate okay. um, for, for those, um, okay. you know, reaching to, to be able to reach stabilization within a year. Okay. Um, so okay. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it honestly depends on the demographic too. I mean, we, we build um, sometimes in some tertiary markets that, you know, some of them, you know, they don't even have a McDonald's, right? Mm -hmm. So um, you, you really have to look at your audience, um, but the need is there. I mean, we do ridiculous studies and, and you know, traffic studies and, and all the things that, that indicate where we should or shouldn't build. Mm -hmm. um, but the lease up is, you know, the goal is to be, you know, meet stabilization within that first year. Okay. Okay. And then your, uh, is, is it different for assisted living and memory care and regard care to that 40% as I call it pre-lease or when the door opens? Again, it depends on the demographic and it, it's going to depend really on the performa that, that was done before we even, you know, stuck a shovel in the ground. Um, it's really what's what that market's going to demand. Um, you know, I'll give you an example. The first month for an assisted living and memory care, we may expect to move in, you know, 3% or 5%. We're, we also are very strategic with how many folks we move in in a month or, you know, per day into assisted living and memory care. Right, um, right. We, we definitely want to be smart about it. Um, we have a, a whole plan of a, a pre-open plan of how we're going to go through moving folks in. Because when you think about moving 50 people in to mm -hmm. a regulated building, <clears throat> that's intense. Sure. And, sure. you know, we, we kind of flood the team there on site with uh, resources because we want them to, you know, not get frustrated and, uh, you know, move 10 people in in a day. That's just a lot. So we try to be strategic and, and schedule those according to need, um, according to, you know, location, where they are, what, what their personal situation is. Um, so we, we try to be very strategic about that. What I've found in recent years for lease up for assisted living, especially memory care, is that the you know, people are waiting, waiting, waiting. They're not doing the, you know, the deposits really aren't starting to come in until 60 days, 30 days ahead. And then when it's open, as long as the sales team and the, the team on the ground have been doing the those leading measures and talking with prospects and doing their outreach, et cetera, then the lease up really you know, takes, takes hold yeah. then. It's not, it's unusual. It can happen, you know, a year out, someone gives you, you know, a memory care deposit, but mm -hmm. the chances that, that, that individual um, is still able to move in with that long of a runway is, is unusual. Do you, are you finding mm -hmm. that same thing? Very much so. Okay. Um, okay. Especially, you know, especially for memory care, uh, memory care folks, you know, they, they have a very um, short, um, 
you know, nurture process. Mm-hmm. You know, they they have a quick need. Um, so oftentimes the memory care deposits don't really ramp up until we are 30 to 60 days out from opening. Yeah, just for anyone listening who's, um, you know, investors or, or, you know, capital partners, and of course we all, everybody wants their um, their asset and, and their investment to fill and fill successfully at market rate and happy residents and all of that, but putting forth, like you said, based on the performance, but putting forth those, those, um, those expectations that are in alignment with the market and, and what to expect. You certainly want to raise the bar high, but these unrealistic, and I don't even like that term, but this, okay, you know, we're going to have 60% when the door opens or, you know, we're being asked uh, eight months before opening, how come we don't have any assisted living deposits? That um, I think what, what I found anyway in the, in the handful of years most recently is uh, that 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 is um, puts that salesperson's almost feeling on the defensive that the independent living that absolutely has a much longer runway and you've got to do your follow-ups and you have to make sure that they're ready to move in but that your assisted living maybe 90 days out 120 days out mm-hmm. and but that your perform up or lease up is that still a year in most cases Kara 12 to 18 months <clears throat> Got it. Yeah, 12 Got it. Months. Okay. And you've been doing this for a while. So what yeah. would you, uh, if you had like your magic wand, maybe I could like pull mm. up one of these sparklers for you to say and, and wave away one challenge. What would it be heading into the, this year for new projects? I think this is going to be an echoing response across you know, the masses, but staffing, staffing is, is killing um, budgets, it's killing financials, it's killing all the results. Um, And I, I have to look at, um, you know, kind of looking at it from just a pure operational standpoint, is we're, we're all in that crunch period of, you know, we need bodies, right? We need people to take care of our people. And so, we need to do a better job as an industry of onboarding these folks and setting them up for success. Um, and that might mean, you know, you have your management team helping fill shifts and, you know, work a shift while you're taking the time to onboard somebody properly. Um, I think just really retaining the folks that we have uh, is so important. You know, we try to be a really great place to work. Um, and provide great benefits and great, uh, you know, perks and things like that to attract that talent. <clears throat> is there any area, or, or is it across the board, staffing in every single, uh, you know, area of the business, wellness, dining, care, you know, sales, all of it, ops, everything. It. Yeah. yeah, I would say, I would say that you know, the the management team you know, gosh, even wellness directors right now, you know, they, they've been through it through COVID. I mean, it has been hard. And I think, you know, we as an industry need to recognize just how hard it's been and not, um, not minimize the stress and and sacrifices that people have gone through. Um, And so, it, it really has been, you know, care, dining, 
facilities. I mean, all all aspects of a community, all the all the right. things that are essential to make a make the machine run. Sure, sure. And it's, you know, it's, it's balancing our, you know, our empathy and understanding and, and what mm -hmm. the reality is to, okay, yes. And meanwhile, we have to run a business and take care of residents and yep. you know, increase, uh, make your NOI, you know, and so that it's, it, it's same, it's, it's balance um, mission margin, always in probably every single mm -hmm. area of the business. Yep. Very good. Absolutely. Well, you're going to um, you have you have inspired me, Kara, to be you know present. It is a I think is a daily challenge for all of us. No multitasking. You know, staying consistent, checking the email only. Uh, you know, oh. at times of the day. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna work mm -hmm. on that too. We're gonna check in with one another. Is there anything? Um, Anything fun uh, that I should do or book I should read or movie I should see, podcast I should listen to, anything uh, mm. that I should do for or any of us should do for 2023 in your opinion? Honestly, something that I started doing and it was very, you know, I, I just, nobody ever has time, right? But it's journaling. I've started journaling and writing. And even if it's just a, a, a sentence, you know, just to capture that day, um, to be able to look back. And it's easy. And I, I tell, tell a lot of executive directors this, you know, you forget <clears throat> all the good that you do sometimes because you have people complaining, you know, my mashed potatoes were cold or mom, you've lost mom's laundry or whatever. But, and so I've encouraged them, you know, put a whiteboard up in your office. So it's in your face and uh, every single little thing that you do you know, we reduced agency, you know, I, I found the missing, you know, purple sheets or whatever, you know, all the little things that you do do, put those up there so you can remember, you know what, I did do a lot this week, or I did make a difference because you, it can be really defeating when you, when you don't have something to kind of really be there and remind you. So that was my, my thing is I just started just, it got some cute notebooks, of course, you know, and good pens and uh, just being able to write down what I remember of that day. I love it. I love it. Uh, excellent advice. And I, Kara, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. If yeah. you, anyone wants to reach out to you or pick your brain a little bit, how do they reach you? Um, you can email me, uh, Kara.Marinko, K-A-R-A dot M-A-R-I-N-K-O at phoenixsrliving.com. Thank you so much. And yes, for those you, of you, yes, for those of you who are listening on YouTube or watching us, please hit the subscribe button. It helps uh, the aggregators and helps us uh, increase our reach and learn more about influencers and the wealth of information that's available to all of us, including great people like you, Kara. Appreciate you very, very much. And again, we're going to connect mid-year. Yes, you, it's okay. a date. We're and happy out. new year. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Happy new year. Thank you. And I welcome, uh, welcome in any, any more suggestions, check in with me to see how I'm doing being present. You bet. I will. Okay. Thank you very much for listening to this Thank podcast. You. you can find me, Julie Podowitz at growyouroccupancy.com.